0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select Campus miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
1: The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a
2: change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, everybody, it's Brian. No, lots going on the show. We've got the Lakers getting swept. Four straight games. L, 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 L. Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets moving on. Hot knife through butter. Uh, LeBron, is he going to retire? No, no, no. He just likes the attention. But a lot of non-basketball stuff as well. A lot of NFL news. Thursday night, flex scheduling. Emergency quarterbacks. So we got a lot to get to. Hopefully you enjoy the podcast, and thanks for stopping by. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the I Radio app by searching FSR.
1: Listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: The speculation is just beginning, and that's exactly what this guy wants. Details on the way. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So as Eddie Garcia just said, it's top of the hour update. The Denver Nuggets take down the Lakers, 113 to 111. In game four, the Lakers have been swept. Get out the brooms. Lakers have been swept. Adios. Their season is over. And after the game, LeBron, who played great, 40 points, 10 boards, nine assists, played all but four seconds in that game, he was asked about retirement. And LeBron said, quote, I got to think about it, end quote. You know, all that was missing was the movie, the, the real suspenseful music. Maybe we get an oboe in the background. We get the, I got to think about it. And now there's all this speculation. Could he walk away? Is this it for LeBron? Is it LeBron's not going to retire. Okay, he just wants you to think he might retire. LeBron has been adamant, adamant that he wants to play a season with his son, Bronny James. He's gone on record saying that will happen. I want to play a season alongside my son, Bronny. And so I still believe that's a goal. I would be floored, shocked, If LeBron walked away right now, he's still playing good basketball. It'd be one thing if he was just a shell of himself. And you see him at times get very tired. But he's not a shell of himself. He's not peak LeBron by any stretch. But at 38 years old, he's still playing at a really high level. He is far from an embarrassment on the court. So his game hasn't greatly regressed. Of course, there's been some slippage. This guy's 38. You know, the shot, the shooting from outside left a lot to be desired in this series against Denver. At times, he's just completely gassed. But that that's going to happen. But the point is, he's not playing at a horrible level where he's like, I just, I got to walk away, man. I just don't have it anymore. LeBron still is playing well. And the other thing is this. This is the real heart of the matter. LeBron loves attention, that's not automatically a bad thing. But he loves it. He loves being top of mind. How many vague tweets have we gotten from LeBron over the years where he'll just tweet something that's just random and ridiculous and we're like, is he calling out Kevin Love right now? Where he's like, fit in or get in and the red stork is flying east above the meadows and the babbling brook, and you're just like, I I think he's calling out a teammate, but I'm not quite sure what's going on. He loves doing stuff like that. Why? Because he loves people talking about him. That's LeBron. Like Again, that's not automatically a bad thing. Aaron Rodgers loves people talking about him. He loves the attention. He loves the limelight. That's what LeBron has done throughout most of his career. He'll have those vague, strange tweets. (laughs) If he just wanted to say something, he'd come right out and say it. He doesn't. He knows what he's doing. LeBron is far from a stupid guy. You might disagree with some of his stances. I do at times. But he's not stupid. He knows what he's doing. So, in a post-game press conference... If LeBron says, I don't know, I'll be back next season. I fully intend to be back at least. Where's the fun in that? How does that get him a lot of attention? How does that get a conversation generated? It doesn't. And so LeBron, he wants to be top of mind. He wants to be talked about. And so he might put it out there, I got a lot to think about. That's what he said. Because this is all, really? All this is, is basically like a, a radio tease. You hear this on some shows. Before a commercial break, you'll tease the next thing. You don't come right out and say exactly what you're gonna talk about. You you make it a little bit mysterious. You know, you you make it a little bit vague intentionally, so someone might say, What the heck is that? I I'm kind of curious what that's all about, right? That's what LeBron just did. He might as well be hosting on Fox Sports Radio after the game. He just did a radio tease essentially. And the other part of this is, look, the season just ended. It is an absolute drain. He got to the Western Conference Finals, and he's 38 years old. Played two games a mile up there in elevation, right? At altitude in Denver. Um, Played all but four seconds in a game four. The guy's tired. It's an absolute grind. So... Yeah, I, I think that you give it a few weeks, you give it a month, you recharge, you look at things differently. I think that goes into it also. But LeBron, he he loves, he loves being talked about, you know. And and let's be honest here, this is going to sound like a hater statement, but it's true. LeBron is full of it. <laughs> the guy just is. He was asked in the post game press conference, "Hey LeBron, how do you reflect on your career?" And LeBron, with a straight face, he said, I really don't. It's not who I am. It's never been. Maybe uh, when my career is finished, I'll do that. Interesting, because LeBron, he has reflected on his career as far as, um, what, seven years ago? When LeBron and the Cavs came back and beat the 73-win Warriors, they came back from a 3-1 deficit. And LeBron was on more than an athlete and said this. That one right there
3: made you the greatest player of all time.
2: (laughs) He's evaluating himself. He's like, you know, I had to say that right there. Man, that made me the best player of all time. He's reflecting on his career. The truth is this. You're not going to reflect on your career after a loss, especially after you got swept. That would just be silly. That would never land well. And LeBron knows that. So look, you got to say something right in the moment. It's hard to say the perfect thing. You know, the the perfect thing would have been like, look, man, I'm not going to reflect on my career, certainly after a loss, you know? Maybe we'll do that some other time. But to be there and be like, oh, I I really don't do that. It's not who I am. It's not who I am at my core. Maybe at the end of my my career, I'll do that. When he became the all-time leading scorer, I remember him doing an interview with the TNT guys and Shaq and Barkley. They're like, where do you think you are? Where do you rank? And they were like, they kept, you know, trying to get an answer. And LeBron then came out and said, you know, I, I think I'm the greatest. I think I'd put myself number one on that list. That's evaluating your career. So LeBron, he has evaluated his career numerous times. He's just not going to do it right here, right now because they just got swept. And, that's exactly right, but to sell us on, oh, that's not who I am. That's not what I do. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, you have, <laughs> yeah, you have. So the point is this: LeBron is full of it at times, and so him talking about retiring and I got to think about it and I, I don't know, like that. He's not walking away, man. Uh, spoiler alert: He's not retiring. He has been adamant that he wants to play alongside his son. And I I don't think at this stage of his career, as he's so close, he's what he'd have to play this next season and Bronny would be at USC and then Bronny would be eligible to go to the NBA. So LeBron would have to play two more seasons to make that come true. I don't think being that close, he would walk away. Now, this is another good example. And this is on the fun side for sure. But it, it does illustrate how LeBron is full of it. So there was a commercial, he is linked up with Taco Bell. So Taco Bell, they are trying to end the Taco Tuesday trademark registration. So apparently, Taco John's, they have owned the phrase Taco Tuesday. They've owned it since 1989 in 49 states. Okay? Gregory's Bar has owned the trademark in New Jersey since 1982. So Taco Bell, they're trying to end these trademarks, okay? And LeBron, he is linked up with Taco Bell because he wants these trademarks to be no more. And so there was a commercial during Game 4 on Monday. Now check out the commercial and hopefully... We'll make it all make sense here.
4: You know what it is.
3: It's Taco T- Why did I get bleeped?
2: Because this is a commercial
3: and there's a trademark on Taco T- I mean, how could someone own Taco T- Come on, man. Everyone should be able to say and celebrate Taco T- Taco Taco T-
5: What are we doing? Thankfully, someone is doing something about it.
3: No more trademark.
2: No more bleeping. Starting right now.
5: Taco dude T-
2: Okay. So let's tie it all together. LeBron, he filed with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office to own the phrase Taco Tuesday. He was denied. So now he's taking this different approach. He's linked up with Taco Bell as they try to free the phrase Taco Tuesday for everyone to use, right? Like think about how full of it LeBron is here. <laughs> he, tr- he tried to own the, the saying. He tried to own Taco Tuesday, that slogan, if you will. And he was denied. He got swatted. It was like Dikembe Mutombo, like swatted that shot away from LeBron. And so LeBron is pivoted. He's gone from trying to own that phrase to, I want to free this phrase so that everybody can use it. Like, come on. (laughs) Come on, man. Right? Like, look. I've enjoyed LeBron a lot. The man is full of it. The man loves attention. And all of that is tied to he will be back playing another season. Okay? Like, don't buy all this... I got to sit down and think about it. LeBron just likes being dramatic at times and he likes being talked about and he likes the attention in the limelight. Again, that's not automatically bad, but when you're trying to figure out, Hey, is LeBron going to hang him up or is LeBron going to be back? He's going to be back. Okay. It's got to be put it this way. LeBron might go into movies. There there might be something else where he could get a lot of attention, but I mean, he getting a ton Starring in the NBA, he would get a ton of attention if he does indeed link up and team up with his son, Bronny, in a couple of seasons. So think about that, too. He knows that he can get a lot of shine from that, and that's his true expertise. He would have been pretty good acting wise, but I mean, to be on the same level acting as he is, even at this stage playing, like, he's better off still playing right now. So I I just think he wants people talking about him, and he's tired. Uh, He recharges the batteries, and then it's just one of these deals where he'll announce that he's coming back, and it will not be a shock whatsoever. So I just wouldn't – like, if there are betting odds, if you could bet on, and I'm sure you can, will LeBron play another season, or will he walk away? Oh, my gosh. I am hammering the yes. I'm hammering yes, he will be back. Is how I see it. Now, feel free to check in if you would like. 877-99 on Fox is your number. 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter, at The No Show, is where you can reach me. Okay, coming up next, some much-needed change. Makes a lot of sense in the NFL, what they have decided to do. That is on the way. I'm Brian Noe, in for Big Ben Maller. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Shopping for tires can be deflating, not at TireRack.com. Fast, free shipping, and free road hazard protection are just the start. Did you know they test tires? They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Great traction and a comfortable ride. They share the results so you can make an informed choice. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Not sure where to begin? Try the Tire Decision Guide. For a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. They sell only the best. Like the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers with free road hazard protection. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com sports. To see their Bridgestone test results and special offers. That's slash tire sports. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. Two NBA insiders podcasting
1: twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine.
5: All happening in only one place this league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me. Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold
0: your own in the group chat.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The
5: darkness means it's time for Ben. Marginal sports talk radio all night With long. To loop and a- We are together. It's not your average late night show. We are a little different than the average bear. They're bizarre. Hi, Dad. And their callers go call from near and far. They're
3: Aren't. It's who they I just are. like you and your big mouth
5: talking about your Dodgers all this the time. This is the sound of Mallard. You can be Sometimes a one 1%er. Studies show that more than 244 million American adults listen to the radio each month, but only 1% actually contribute content. You can join that small paternity of P1s on the Ben Maller Show. It is painless and simple. Just follow your host on Twitter. Now, in for Ben Maller, it is Brian Noe. He's at the No Show, N-O-E. You can also follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites of the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Blair. Poopy pie, you want a poopy pie? I do not want a poopy pie. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Be- it's Brian Noe in for Ben Maller.
2: Ah. <laughs> All good, Eddie. Hey, by the way, I know you're a Fresno State fan over there. Did you happen to see that former Fresno State quarterback Jack Hainer had an interesting photo shoot? So he went full Zoolander And had just these over-the-top, sort of, like, ridiculous poses in his Saints gear. He just got drafted by the New Orleans Saints, and he just had fun with it. It was very Gardner Minshew-like, but uh, he just went for it and let his hair down, had a good time with it, but pretty humorous. If you haven't seen that yet, I would encourage you to check it out because you'll get a laugh or two out of that thing,
5: man. Uh, I did not see that, and uh, interesting that... uh the Saints have two Fresno State quarterbacks now with yeah. Derek Carr and Jake Hayner, who they drafted. We'll see. I think he's uh, probably third string right now, but we'll see.
2: Yeah. 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 You're right. You got for two Fresno State guys. And uh, I'm trying to check the depth chart. I'm seeing if if who their other guy is. is uh, oh, wow. They still Jamis. have Jameis. Yeah. Yeah. Jameis is still there. And uh, yeah, I get it confused because uh, Ian Book, who was at Notre Dame, he was there for like a start. Remember, I, I forget, was it against Baltimore or it might have been the Dolphins? And he, he was bad. He had a bad start and it was a primetime game. And I think they shipped him off. He might be in Philly right now. But yeah, your depth chart is Fresno State, Florida State, Fresno State with Derek Carr, Jameis, and Jay- All FSU all the time. All FSU all day, every day. How about this too, Eddie? So a change in the NFL. So NFL team owners, they've approved the emergency third quarterback proposal. So you can have three active quarterbacks on your roster. If your first two get injured or disqualified, you can activate the third guy. So he'll be allowed to be the emergency quarterback. It won't count against a roster spot, you know? So the point is, what the NFL is doing, they're trying to avoid what happened in the NFC Championship game this past season where Christian McCaffrey is a running back trying to play quarterback in the NFC Championship game. They don't want that. It's a bad product. So Nobody wants that, Brian. No one wants that. They want to have an actual quarterback playing quarterback. So they've made this change, and teams will have three dudes ready to go no longer will you just see two quarterbacks and it happens, right? You get injured. Um there's a disqualification, what have you, but injuries are much more common. You just don't want a running back or a wide receiver having to go, go in there and play quarterback. It's always it's fun for a second and then the nostalgia wears off and you're like this is just a bad product. This is terrible. So I think that's a great change by the NFL. Much needed. And I Agreed. do love yeah. I love how uh, in the off season, uh Brock Birdie, so Brock Birdie was the starter who got hurt for the 49ers, Eddie, and that title game against the uh, the Eagles. And uh, he told the story. He went on with Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, their New Heights podcast. They do a great job. And uh, <laughs> Brock Birdie was saying, George Kittle was like, just go in there and throw lefty, man. Just, just do it. And he's like, but hey, can't though that's the only thing is I can't throw lefty and so the Kelsey brothers they asked him if he's been throwing lefty in the off season, and he's like yep yep I'm working on it working on the lefty throws over here got to do something got to be ready for any any situation I I wouldn't expect Brock Purdy to perfect throwing with the other arm in one off season is what I would say But as far as the Niners go, if you go in that direction, so they're expected to split reps between Trey Lance, the former number three overall pick, and also Sam Darnold, the newest 49ers quarterback. Brock Purdy is still hurt. He's going to be hurt until close to the beginning of the season. And so the Niners are going to split reps between Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. They've reiterated that Brock Purdy remains QB one. Once he's fully healthy, they intend for him to be the starter. But for right now with Purdy out, as he's rehabbing that elbow injury and having surgery, it's Trey Lance and Sam Darnold to split reps. I Someone's going to get traded, right? Like, I think that's where we're headed right here, and I'm really curious how this goes with the Niners. I don't buy that Purdy's going to be the quarterback for the entire season. It just it doesn't typically work like that with the 49ers, where it's just a hodgepodge. There's an injury here. All right, we're going to pivot. We're going to go in this direction. All right, uh, this changed. Uh, or this guy is in. I, I don't know how you increase the value of Trey Lance if he doesn't see the field whatsoever. So I I would think, whether by design or whether just by circumstance, that Trey Lance is going to see the field this season for the 49ers. And if they decide to move on from him, they're going to try to try to get his value as high as it possibly can be. I don't see how his value increases if he's just holding a clipboard. And the last we saw from Trey Lance, he had two starts last season. And then got injured. He was done for the year. So we've only seen a couple of starts from Trey Lance in the NFL. So, man, you think about the price that the Niners paid, where it was basically three first-round picks and a third-rounder for Trey Lance. And right now it's Brock Birdie, the last pick of last year's draft, who is penciled in as QB1. It's crazy. It really is. But in terms of the rest of the league, yeah, you can basically have a third quarterback. He could be activated in an emergency role should the other two guys not be able to play. And uh I think that happens more than you think. It just it varies from team to team. Some teams just have two quarterbacks on their active roster. Other teams have three. But for the teams that typically only had two and use that that other roster spot for another position, uh, those teams will at least be covered. And that would be, however you want to say it, it's either the Purdy rule or it's the 49ers rule to have an emergency third quarterback. Smart. Smart move by the NFL. And look, you could just go depth chart by depth chart and your third-string quarterback, it's not going to be a who's who. But I'll guarantee you this, those third-string quarterbacks going to be better than the dude who played like high school quarterback for half a season and now has been a wide receiver for including college the last seven years (laughs) and now that's the dude who's got to try to throw passes or like Christian McCaffrey, the third string quarterback is going to be better than those dudes. So I think that's a very smart change uh, by the NFL right there. All right, we've got Eddie Garcia with us. He's going to spin us around here. Welcome in Eddie Garcia. What should we know in the sporting landscape, my friend?
5: (sighs) Who was the guy? I wish Coop was here, the Bronco fan. Remember the Broncos? Yeah. Had to play that. Wasn't it a wide receiver they had to play at quarterback for a game? It was.
2: I want to say it was – I always mess up his last name, but I want to say it was Kendall – it was either Hinton or Hilton. I always get that screwed up. But, yeah, that guy completed one pass, I think, in that game. I think it was Hinton, yeah. Yeah.
5: Uh, NBA playoffs, Game 4, Western Conference Finals, and the Nuggets close out the Lakers with a 113-111 win in Los Angeles. Denver was down 15 points in the half, but they rallied back behind star Nikola Jokic, eighth triple-double of the postseason, 30 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists. LeBron James had 31 points in the first half, but just nine in the second half, finished with 40-10 in a losing effort. Denver gets its first-ever playoff sweep and advances to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history. NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, Game 3 Eastern Conference Finals. Panthers beat the Hurricanes 1-0. Lone goal of the game came on the power play in the second period from Sam Reinhart. Florida goalie Sergei Bobrovsky, 32 saves in the shutout. Florida with a 3-0 series lead. and can close it out with a win on home ice on Wednesday NFL news by a vote of 24 to 8 owners approved flex scheduling for Thursday night football on a trial basis uh, it'll be only for games week 13 through 17 and uh, each game will require 28 days notice before they uh, they change it out it'll occur a maximum of 2 times Per season, baseball games of note: We had a battle of division leaders in Atlanta, with the Dodgers beating the Braves eight to six. JD Martinez, two home runs, in the win for LA. The Pirates down the Rangers six to four. Pittsburgh moves into a tie with Milwaukee for the NL Central lead by knocking off the AL West leaders. Meanwhile, it was the Astros beating the Brewers twelve to two. Jordan Alvarez, two homers, five RBI for Houston, who's won eight straight, and uh, they are now just a game back of Texas in that AL West race. Rays over the Blue Jays six to four. Tampa Bay, a major league best. 35-14. and They're a major league best, 22-4 at home. Attendance for this game, a season low, 8,857. Giants beat the AL Central leading Twins 4-1. It was the Angels getting by the Red Sox 2-1. Diamondbacks beat the Phillies 6-4. Speaking of baseball, an unfortunate story has come to an end for A's broadcaster Glenn Kuiper of NBC Sports California. You probably saw the... You're fired. The uh, unfortunate uh, misspeak Oof. by Glenn uh, yeah. was talking about the visit to the uh, Negro League Museum, and uh, he said the other N-word, and, uh, well, they, uh, they have fired him. Yeah. That's a
2: rough one right yeah. there. I know it's rough, isn't it? I know it's a mistake, but that is that is the mistake. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to come back from that one, man very hard. Unfortunate right there. But uh, yeah, yeah. I- I'll give you a few more thoughts on that at the top of the hour, but yeah, it- it's sad to see. And look, he-, he misspoke, but I get how you can't just say, well, you know, it's a mistake. We'll move on. <laughs> that- that's a different. Cat- hey, gone. Yeah, that's a rough one. That's rough right there. Uh, I'm Brian Noe in for Big Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. By the way, Eddie, we were talking about uh, that that game where the uh, the Broncos wide receiver, it's Kendall Hinton. I, always, I don't know why I always want to say Hilton. No, you said Hinton. Hinton, yeah. It was either Hinton or Hilton. It's Hinton. And uh, yeah, he was... Check these stats out, Eddie. He was one for nine for 13 yards. This was a game in 2020 against the Saints. And he threw two picks in that game. I'll never forget, I was doing a show with Ephraim Salam, and we were trying to guess how many yards he was going to throw for. And I said, I I think he's going to get close to 100. And Ephraim was like, you're out of your freaking mind. There is no way he's going to... I'm like, "I, I didn't say 350. I said around... He threw for 300. He threw for 13. Like, Ephraim definitely got that one right. And I looked it up, Eddie. If you're scoring at home, the two interceptions, it's kind of interesting. He threw one to C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who has since played for the Eagles last year. Now he's with the Detroit Lions, but C.J. Gardner-Johnson was on the field that day. And also Jack Rabbit Jenkins got a pick. So uh, Kendall Hinton... He completed one pass, had two interceptions, and they went to Gardner Johnson and Jackrabbit Jenkins, if you're scoring at home right there. I had no idea. I learned something right there. Very nice. All right, let me get out to the phones here. 877-99-ON-FOX is the number. Is Sir Scratchoff out there in Arkansas, my good buddy? What's going on, Sir Scratchoff? You're on Fox Sports Radio. You're doing all right, man. How's your dad doing? He's good, man. I saw him uh, just about a week ago or so. He's doing fine. Well, good deal, man. Good deal. When you going to come to St. Louis, man, I, I want to see you in person up there.
3: Um, um, I've been waiting for you. Say so you're going to come to St. Louis. You know, we got a good week Week And Cardinals down about 12, points, 12 uh, uh, games. And, man, they've come all the way back now about third space. Them Dodgers really helped us out. Three wins, you know.
2: I know. Take that, Roberto. Right? You know? No,
5: Roberto.
3: Roberto, let me ask you a question. What do you think about this Laker thing? Did you ever, ever expect 0 four? I mean, I thought they <laughs> you know, having that Reeve on there uh Joe, uh um Brian, he came from Arkansas, he graduated my niece, and we was all tickled death for him because we thought he you know, nobody ever had Lakers being that far. I heard so many stations there, or so many shows, them not having Lakers come out at all being 0 and ten start a season. But but uh but anyway, uh um Roberto I just think it's wild how they just come up and just give it
2: all up and over, get four games in a row, you know. Yeah, uh, Roberto, what do you think about the Lakers getting smacked like that?
3: After they were down 0-3, I knew it was over.
2: Yeah? Oh, you did?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know, buddy. I'd give them seven games because they just didn't come out playing like I thought they would, but I sure thought they'd do better than what they did, you know? <laughs> yeah. But
2: uh, Yeah, it, and they not, had a – you know, Sir Off they were up by 15 at halftime, you know, and yeah, they still ended Yeah.
3: Crazy. I had to listen to these shows, you know, all night. Uh, Odd Couple and this one and Jason Smith, all my scores. And Eddie's always got all the scores and stuff like that. But I I knew for sure they they's up 15 points. I thought, well, maybe they got a chance. If I looked at it on Twitter, they was like oh about 10 points for sure then, you know. But I don't know. That was just a crazy deal. But listen to me. Let me say something else to you also. I'm, I'm liking this thing about these quarterbacks. We've got so many yeah. quarterbacks sitting on the sideline like this love at Green Bay. I mean, you got so many quarterbacks not really getting to play much because you get a quarterback out there don't ever want to sit down. It's like baseball in different spots. You, you've got so many guys sitting on a bench that don't, just don't get to do nothing and are just sitting there the whole time. So maybe if you get some more quarterbacks, three, at least three, maybe you'll get to see some more boys play, you know, and stuff like that. You don't want to to like, get hurt, but if something happens, you've got them back up, you know.
2: Well, it's better for the league, right? It's better to, you know, it doesn't cost the team a roster spot, but you can have that emergency third-string quarterback. And if you get a couple of guys who get injured, you at least have a quarterback playing quarterback. That's good for the game. And think about this, Sir off. You're going to have a lot of dudes that are employed in the NFL, these quarterbacks. There are a lot of teams that will only keep two QBs. You're going to have teams that are going to have three QBs right now. Because one of those spots, it doesn't count against your active roster. So with yeah. Brock Purdy getting hurt against the Eagles, that's going to lead to a lot of dudes having roster spots and having gigs in the NFL. So that ultimately ends up being a good thing for a lot of other quarterbacks, even though that was very unfortunate for Purdy. Yeah,
3: I was up in Columbia, Missouri real fast. I'll let you go. Um, I was up Columbia, Missouri last weekend. My my nephew from National Keys Springs, Tennessee. He graduated from vet school, and we was all talking about all this. And we all wanted our boy Hooker from Tennessee, boss. We want him to get in there, the Rams, or get the Tennessee Titans, you know. And and I don't know, had him close to us, you know. But anyway, guys, I appreciate all your time. And Brian, you're doing a great job. What happened to Ben, man? Did he get hurt down in Minnesota Did he come back? What happened to Ben?
2: I'm not sure, man. I think he's uh, just (laughs) saving up his energy to unleash on the Lakers when he gets back. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah, for sure, man. It's good to hang with you. There he is, Sir Scratchoff checking in. Yeah, you know, I'll say that real fast. Is uh, That is funny to me where, uh, think about this, with the Tennessee Titans. So they could have drafted um, Hendon Hooker, who had a great season with the Tennessee Volunteers. There are going to be a lot of Tennessee Titan fans who also root for the Vols. And they're thinking, oh, man, Hendon Hooker, if he didn't tear his ACL, he'd be a much higher pick. Let's get Hooker, huh? Let's do it. And they go and get Will Levis, who played at Kentucky, who, by the way, happens to be a rival of Tennessee. And so I I just think that is hilarious. I'll tell you what. I, I don't know if I'm just on an island here. Maybe it's like me and Mel Kiper. Mel Kiper is one of the only dudes that was saying things that were positive about Will Levis. It was so trendy to say, Will Levis sucks. This dude isn't anything. I watched him play last year. The guy blows. Yada, 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 yada. I think that Will Levis could actually be good in the NFL. Time will tell if that's right or not, but there are a couple of things to consider. Like, uh, I don't know, supporting cast matters. It matters when you have like dollar tree wide receivers to throw to. Like It's not five-star quality. CJ Stroud had five first round wide receivers surrounding him over two years at Ohio State. That will be a fact when Marvin Harrison Jr. goes in the first round next year. And most likely, Emeka Ibuka will go in the first round also. He'll have five first round wide receivers. Like there was not even close to that at Kentucky for Will Levis. And he was banged up last year. And he lost three fifths of his offensive line. Like all that stuff matters. And so I don't know why. There are a lot of people that just have the door completely closed, dead bolted, locked, you name it, as far as Will Levis panning out in any capacity in the NFL. I actually think he can. I think if you give that guy a competent supporting cast, not upper echelon, just competent, I think the guy could actually be pretty good. We'll see if that's correct or not. All right, coming up next. The guy's a bum. (laughs) Uh, We will play a little game over here of guess the game. That's going to get switched. We'll have some details on that for you. I'm Brian No, in for Ben Maller. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio.
5: Sat on the toilet with the plunger in it the other day. (sighs)
4: Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?
1: And Within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: There is a widespread problem with boring sports talk. The Ben Maler Show offers a solution under the cover of darkness. We're 25% more effective at delivering zany hot takes than our competitors. We'd love for you to help us grow the audience with a personal endorsement. Just mention our show and tag along with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are growing the Maller Militia one new member at a time. And now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maler, it's Brian No.
2: You find a games over here, Eddie on radio. Thumbs up on games. What do you think? Say what? <laughs> like uh, if you were to play a game on sports radio, you know, every time, every now and then you do that on Mallard's show. Oh right? yeah, like, what, yeah
5: you, what, okay. What about it? Games, right? You're you, you're up for a Garcia's game. Garcia's pile of pesos. Oh yes, yeah. sure, yeah. sure, absolutely. Okay. Sorry.
2: So, little, little sorry, bad explanation on my behalf over here, but. Uh, Flex scheduling on Thursday night football. As you pointed out, it's been approved. Barely. Like it passed by a vote of 24 to 8. So barely slid in there. And so what we're going to see, this is good for weeks 13 through 17. Where there can be a game moved like to and from Thursday night. You got to have 28 days notice And uh, you can move a game so here's the game I want to play with you which of these matchups do you think could be flexed out right meaning when it rolls around here toward the end of the season this is not gonna be a sexy matchup and they can move it they can move a a better game in there so if you think about week 13 what do you think about the possibility of Seahawks Cowboys being no chance zero chance no way okay All right. How about week 14? Patriots against your Steelers. Zero chance.
5: Zero chance? Zero chance. Why do you say zero for that one? If you've got Packers, Cowboys, Steelers, there's no way they're going to move off those games. There's a there's a huge audience built in. There's no way they're going to move off yeah. those games.
2: Okay. Zero, though, for the Pats and Steelers. Okay. How about um, Chargers-Raiders in week 15?
5: I mean, it's it's obviously a slanted game towards the West Coast, but that's a pretty good division rivalry. I would say no on that one too.
2: You go no? What percentage chance?
5: Uh, I'll say let's. I'm looking at the rest of the schedule here. See if there's another game that really jumps (laughs) out. You really going knee deep? I mean, Buffalo Dallas is a pretty good matchup. Pretty good matchup. Uh, oh, Jets, Dolphins. Well, that's, that's the same thing the other side of the country, though. Uh, I
1: say yes, he'll be flexed out because Josh McDaniel sucks. <laughs>
2: going to suck this year. I'll
5: what say- about Jimmy G, though? You got Jimmy. Now. Oh, he'll be hurt by then. Come on, yeah, man. Could be. Yeah. I'll say right. 30% chance on that
2: one. 30%. Okay. How about week 16? Saints-Rams. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see that <laughs> one getting flexed out. That's got to get flexed, right? Yeah. Yeah.
5: Dolphins that's Cowboys good... you got Dolphins Cowboys that week oh man that's a,
2: that's a good 80 percent chance that's flexed out I think uh, Saints Rams how about the last one Jets Browns
5: what do you think uh, about that getting
2: flexed out
5: I'll say it's possible uh-huh. I don't think Cleveland's going to be that good and the Jets who knows with Aaron Rodgers they could be yeah could yeah. be good uh, I'm going to
2: need a percentage on that one.
5: I'm looking at the rest. I'm looking at the rest here. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins, Ravens, maybe not bad. Not bad. Uh, oh, Patriots, Bills, eh, maybe. Eh, eh. Bengals, Chiefs. Oh, there's that Bengals Chiefs. I don't think there's no way that uh, CBS would allow them to flex that one, would they?
2: Man, the belly aching that's going to take place to get flexed into Thursday night. Oh. <sighs> That's going to be crazy when that rolls around. There's got to
5: be some sort of protection, right? You can't flex that one.
2: Yeah, you might not. Coming up next, mistakes.
4: Zumo Zumo Play.